Well, welcome to Canyon Hills. Good morning. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so grateful that you are here, not only to support the ministry, but to put God first. I'm grateful for you that are joining us online. I am so thankful that you're bringing us into your home. And, you know, in a week like this, it, there, there's a lot going on in, in our surroundings. And again, I'm so grateful to be before you. As we go into Thanksgiving week, uh, there's a lot to be grateful for, although that it's difficult to be thankful for some time. So we're here to give thanks. That no matter what may be going on in our surroundings, we are here to give thanks. But I'm praying this morning, and I've been praying all week, that not only would we come to give thanks, but that we would feel thankful because there's a difference. You know, more, more than ever before, I don't think I have to explain to you that, that we're feeling very anxious and we feel concerned or lonely or distressed. There's a lot of that going on. Monday, I received a text, and I had, it was in the afternoon, and I hadn't really paid attention to the news. So the text says, hey, what is the church going to do now that we're in this new tier, this COVID tier of, you know, the restricted purple? And I, and I hadn't really even thought about it. I, I didn't know about it. I, I knew it was probably coming. All right, and they asked, are we closing? Are we going to do online only? Are we going to go outside? And, and at that moment, I'm just thinking, oh, God, you know, we had so many things uh, that were happening. We had a lot of events planned. And, Father, you know, it's hard to be thankful sometimes, Lord. And uh, although it's hard to give thanks sometimes, I mean, look at us. Uh, we were able to come together, put a tent up. Look at this beautiful weather that the Lord has made for all of us to be here. And there's, there's a lot to be thankful for. And I'm so grateful that God's plans are perfect and that his plans will always prevail and I'm thanking God for that as we make plans to make all of these arrangements. And then I get a text from this guy named Malik. I don't know if you guys have ever met Alec. He is our youth pastor. He's, he's over, to, over to the right. Great guy most of the time. And he sends us a text to the entire staff, to the entire team. And he says, can you please pray for my students? Uh, he meets here on Monday nights outside. And he says, you know, they just got the news of all these restrictive COVID here and what it means to them. And it means a lot of cancellations of events. It means a lot of canceled practices. And he says they're, they're basically feeling a little sad right now, uh, a little anxious as well. So that night, I'm praying uh, for, for, for the youth of this church. And, and, I, and again, what came to me, you know, God, all these wonderful things happening. You know, it's hard to be thankful sometimes, God. Uh, but we remain faithful, we remain praying. And, and then I started thinking, you know, we, we get to do life with students. We, we get to lift them up and pray for them. And Alex gets to lift them up. And that Monday night, he prayed for them. One of those events that was canceled was a movie night that they were supposed to have at the theater. Uh, because, but because the theater closed, they had rented out the whole theater to have this great movie night. Well, guess what? They had a wonderful tent to have a movie night. This lend itself, and they otherwise would have had to cancel that event, but they came in here. I think they had over 36 kids or something like that. And, you know, God is still at work in spite of all these things that limit us in our thinking, and uh, I'm thankful for that. Um, nevertheless, uh, as a pastor and as a staff, we have a lot of staff here today, we get to hear the other side of things, you know, all, all the heartache, all the hardship. And uh, this, over the last two weeks alone, I started thinking, God, there's, it's really hard to be thankful right now, God, so uh, help me out a little bit. And, and I was reminded um, at that time, and now, even now, that over the last two weeks, just two weeks alone, I've heard news directly from people in our church or, or loved ones from our church of cancer, uh, job loss, 
furloughs, underemployment, uh, failing health, uh, parents who are sick, surgeries that didn't work, biopsies that are scheduled, and then more surgeries. And, and I started to think, you know, that, that is our reality um, beyond this pandemic, uh, the, the reality of what we're all going through. And, and I'm wondering, what, what is our Thanksgiving going to be like? You know, with all these restrictions, I, I mean, you're here, you got your family with you, and that's amazing. But for, for a lot of people that are hurting, what is their Thanksgiving going to be like? What, what is their reality? And I came to this point this week that I have a choice to make, and it is the same choice that all of you have to make today, really, is as we go into this Thanksgiving, are, are we going to go into it full of joy and gratitude? Or we get to choose, will it be full of anxiety and worry? Sometimes it's really hard to follow the instructions of Jesus where he says, do not be anxious in anything or do not worry. It's really hard to follow those instructions. And then Paul, the Apostle Paul, put it in a different way in Philippians. And he says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say, he said it twice. He said, I, I say it again, rejoice. No, Paul was always giving thanks to God. In another letter he wrote in 1 Thessalonians, he says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And some of you may be thinking, give thanks in all circumstances? Really? And then Paul urges us in 1 Timothy, he says, I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and then what does he say? And thanksgiving be made for all the people. It is our duty to be thankful. And I'm thinking, well, Paul, you didn't have to go through a pandemic, right? I mean, it's easy to say that. But we have to remind ourselves that the Apostle Paul is the same man. The same man that says always give thanks is the same man that was frequently flogged, received lashes. He was stoned, shipwrecked, and in constant danger all the time. So I would say that Paul knew a thing or two about being thankful even in the midst of turmoil or distress. Paul knew about hard times, and he is the one that said that we should always give thanks to God, even in the most difficult of situations. And perhaps that is where you find yourself today. That being thankful in all situations is not just simply a matter of having a positive attitude. It's not just simply a matter of looking on the bright side, but let me tell you, those things do help. Thankfulness to God is not just simply this self-centered thanking of God or appreciation of God when he does things for us. Let me tell you, thankfulness to God is this attitude. It is this God-centered attitude, this God-centered appreciation for his faithfulness in all of our situations. Folks, I am grateful, beyond thankful for you. I am thankful for your faithfulness. It encourages my faith that you walk into this tent today. You know, the ministry of Canyon Hills, of this church, cannot function without you. And I think you know that. We cannot function without your service. In fact, there are many people here that week in and week out carry out these services. There are so many volunteers. Some of them are embarking on some big projects so that we can carry out the ministry of bringing the word to other people. And they do it all for the glory of God. And most of them are behind the scenes. I would call them silent heroes. In fact, I really want to take the opportunity to thank one guy right now. 
who's going to hate me for this. I know it already. For those of you that know, there's this guy back there named Randy Kastner, who week in and week out is just faithful to do this sound stuff and bring stuff out, and he recruits volunteers. And, and the work that he does behind the scenes is amazing. He's been doing this through COVID faithfully. When all the things that are going on in his job and all the things that get in the way, he's here every Sunday. So for that, I'm thankful, brother. Thank you for your service. When you see Randy after the service, thank him for his service, and he's going to hate it, and I'm going to love it. So make sure you do that for him. Let me share with you what happens. By the way, I have Siri, and I have an accent as well, so Siri always comes on because it's racist. And uh, (laughs) it happens every time, especially in staff meetings. In the most inappropriate times, it's telling me, I don't understand you. Focus, 2 Corinthians 9. Let me tell you what happens when we step out in faith, okay? Listen to what Paul says. He says, for God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. And in the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, and when we take the gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. He is saying that God is going to increase your resources so that it will produce a great harvest of generosity in you so that you can give more and you will be enriched in every way. Why does it say we're going to be enriched in every way? So that you can want more and have more for yourself. No, that's not what it says, does it? It says, you will be blessed in God in every way so that you can be generous, so that you can be give, so that other people will thank God. You know, in a season when it's difficult to thank God, wouldn't it be amazing if people would thank God because of you? At Canyon Hills, we have this thing that we talk about constantly. It's one of our four core values. It's called unleashing compassion. We truly believe that as a church, it is more blessed to give than to receive. We say, and we love to say, that we love to give our best. If we're going to do something outside, if we're going to, you know, have tasty treats for you because it's Thanksgiving, and if we're going to have a picture station for your family, there's people here at this church that just love to give their best. It's called unleashing compassion. And then Paul says that when we take those gifts and we use it to help those in need, he says that people will thank God for you, that they will thank God for you. So there is a way for us to be thankful through this difficult season. There is several ways, in fact, all over the world, and I can say all over the world, people are thanking God for you. Yes, you. Um, Everybody that I'm looking at, people are thanking God for you. On Tuesday, I received an email. It's been a busy week around here, just so you know. I received an email with a prayer request. And this prayer request we've received for the last three weeks. And I I have to be honest, it it broke my heart of what this person is going through. And and I started again to think, Monday was a how can we be thankful kind of day, but Tuesday was coming. And and I started to think, how is this person going to enjoy their Thanksgiving going through this? So I prayed for that person. 
but I also felt compelled to reach out to this person and just let them know that we're they're for them, that God is with them, that we, you have a group of people that, that is praying for them, a, a whole team of prayer warriors that are lifting this person up. And through this exchange, I found out that this person doesn't even live in this state. They are from out of state, and just through the invitation of somebody from this church, they started listening to online, and now is feeling encouraged, asking for prayer requests because of our prayers and our messages that they're seeing through this platform. How amazing is that? Think about that, that we get to reach those people who are hurting that can't physically be here because of our online platform. COVID didn't happen. If COVID wouldn't have happened, there is no online platform for us. There's always reasons to be thankful. In fact, I, I don't boast about numbers, but I'll tell you in a minute why numbers are important. But did you know that we reach over 2,000 people, an average of over 2,000 people per week through our online platform? Some of you are watching right now. That through COVID, God has shown us and has shown you that God can do immeasurably more than we can imagine or ask for. God is showing us, and he is the evidence that in all things, he works for the good of those who love him. Yes, in all things, he works for the good of those who love him. And folks, it's not just about the numbers. Yet I will tell you that numbers really matter because every number has a name, every name has a story, and every story matters to God. In fact, there's a book in the Bible called Numbers, so numbers matter to God. People are thanking God because of you. People are thanking God because you, through your efforts, are, are equipping other churches. In fact, it was the Apostle Paul who said in Ephesians, so Christ gave them to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and shepherds, all these gifts that he made all of you to be. And then he says, so that you can equip the works for works of service so that you can equip the body of Christ and that you may be able to build them up. He said, our responsibility is to equip God's people to work. And that's what we do at this church. We want to equip everybody to, to, so that you can do works of service so that you can build the body up. Years ago, it's been over 20 years that we got involved in the Philippines. And through the leadership of Pastor Chris and his wife, Sonia de la Cruz, we have seen their ministry grow. Some of you are right here that have been there several times and know exactly what I'm talking about. So Pastor Chris wrote a little video, I mean, made a little video, and I, and I want you to see that he's thanking God for you. Good day, Good day. Canyon Hills Friends Church. Church. So many unpleasant things has happened since the beginning of the year beginning from the volcano eruption in January, COVID-19 in March, up to now, and these two consecutive big typhoons that hit the Philippines. Despite all this, we are grateful to the Lord for His faithfulness and for His grace, and most especially for having friends like you, our partners in ministry, faithfully remembering us and praying for us. Thank you so much for your prayers. It's very encouraging and overwhelming that people and friends like you remember us in prayers. Thank you so much. Your many gifts to us, including our children, are a big encouragement as well. So thank you very much. We are praying for you too. May the Lord bless you and reward you. May 
His name be lifted up through your ministry and through your lives. We thank you, Canyon Hills Friends Church. May the Lord bless you. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Pastor Chris, we love you. We love your ministry. We love your whole family. And I would never compare myself to what other people are going to to make myself feel better. I'm learning not, not to do that. But I want you to know that we didn't go to the Philippines this year, not because of COVID. COVID had just been started, and, and it was a consideration. We didn't go because they had a volcano eruption where everybody was in their homes, and they didn't know what was going to happen from day to day, and they were very close to it. And there was ashes. Uh, basically, their airport closed for months. It's just they've been going through a different side, and then COVID hits for them. And for them, lockdown meant that only one person left the house or they would be fined out of their house. So they have a different situation in the Philippines. So we're grateful for them. I don't know if you recognize or you know, but Pastor Chris and his wife, Sonia, is the national director of the Philippines Evangelical Friends International Ministry. And all that means that it's a denomination where he oversees 18 pastors and their church leaders and their volunteers to just bring the gospel to all of these different areas. To bring the word, some of these areas are in remote villages. I've been there. It takes hours to hike to it. And it's just amazing, the work that they're doing. It's really incredible. Because every number has a name, every name has a story, and every story matters to God. When I go down there and we get to serve pastors through this leadership conference, there's a common theme of what people talk to me about. And it's always... Their thankfulness. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that every time I go either there or the Philippines or, or Mexico, I mean, they're, they're always saying, hey, tell your people, meaning your congregation, that we are thankful for them. They always have this attitude of gratitude for Canyon Hills. Paul said in Romans, share with the Lord's people who are in need. It's a very basic statement, and it's a very profound ask that he's asking, that we as the body of Christ, that we may be able to meet people's needs. Now, when it comes to doing missions and going out into the mission field, you know, or helping people in need, our strategy is actually quite simple. Many years ago, we discovered that we basically just go and find where gifted people are, and, and they're already doing some amazing things in their ministry, and we decide to join them. You know, what we want to do is we want to come alongside of them, and we want to partner with them because we believe that we can infinitely do more together than apart. In fact, let me give you some examples. You guys have heard of Pastor Sergio Cardona down in Mexico. Some of you have been there uh, for, for the last 15 years. And we partner with Sergio, and he has pastors. One of them is called Emmanuel. The other one is Mario. And then there's one really special lady. Her name is Candy. She's the director of their elementary school there. And they're thanking God because of you. And they put a video together that I want you to see as well. Dios los bendiga a todos mis hermanos de la iglesia, amigos en Canyon Hills uh, de Yorbalinda, con sus pastores, amén, Carlos López, y, y también este, un saludo a mi hermano Larry, uh, les deseamos que, que este día de acción de gracias uh, sea un día que verdaderamente eh, eh, ustedes estén agradecidos y nosotros también de, de las bondades que Dios ha hecho en nuestras vidas las bendiciones que Dios ha hecho en nuestra vida y yo quiero leerles un, un texto que está en tercera de Juan 2 eh, eh, dice así amados 
Amado, yo, yo deseo que tú, que tú seas prosperado en todas las cosas y que tengas salud así como prospera tu alma. Amén. El deseo de nosotros para ustedes es que Dios bendiga sus vidas y agradecemos a Dios el haberlos conocido ya estos casi 15 años que, que ustedes han trabajado duramente con nuestras vidas, con nuestra iglesia en, en Ciudad Juárez, México. Uh, queremos que ustedes eh, se den cuenta que estamos agradecidos sol, eh, con Dios y también con ustedes. Amén. Y queremos desearles que este día de Acción de Gracias sea un día feliz, un día muy bendecido y, y, que, y que Dios reine siempre en sus corazones y en sus casas y en sus vidas. Amén. Y queremos decirle a toda la familia pastoral de aquí de Ciudad Juárez, Chihuahua, México. Gracias. Gracias. Whether you feel it or not, you have a global impact. You truly do. You're making a difference because we believe, and I, I believe you believe the same thing, that whoever finds God finds life. And there's a lot of things that we've done down in Mexico, but I want to focus this morning on just one area of that. And that's specifically 62 kids who are enrolled in an elementary school that all of you support. In fact, I look around and some of you have been there for many years and helped build this school. They have had their third graduating sixth grade class. Let me tell you why that's even more ah than that. <laughs> the statistics down in this specific area of, of this community called Loma Blanca are, are terrible, nothing that we would stand for. But eight out of 10 kids are going to drop out anywhere between sixth and seventh grade. That means they're going to enroll in seventh grade and not make it through eight out of 10 of them. This elementary school has had 24 graduating sixth graders. 19 them, of them are still in school. Now, we have a lot of work to do. Thank you for the yay. We have a lot of work to do because there's still five that dropped out, which is not good. But they made such a drastic impact on the statistics that they are making a difference for Christ in that community. Their statistics change from an 80% dropout rate to a 21% dropout rate. And I believe that's something to celebrate. Again, we still have more work to do, but that is something that we can get behind because the people that you just saw in that video have such a heart, not only for that community, but specifically for these 62 kids. They wish they could take more. There's 200 on a waiting list to get into the school. They just don't have capacity. They don't have teachers. They don't have resources to hire more. In fact, they're waiting for us to go and build another classroom. Bob, next time you know what you're about to do the next time we go there. Their heart breaks for these kids. But their service to God and your service to God is resulting in lives changed. They have dramatically shifted these statistics because people like you care and want to make a difference in people's lives. In fact, you're going to get a chance in about two weeks. There's already people preparing. As I look around and I see all the people that are doing a lot of all the work around here, you guys are here. It's amazing. Uh, in about two weeks, you're going to get an opportunity to sponsor one of these kids to continue their education, and you'll be able to get a picture It's just so that we can continue this work that, that you're part of. And, and I hope you feel that whenever you give, whenever you serve, 
whatever it is, whether it's your tithe or your, your use of time, that, that God is using you to make a difference. And it may, you may think that you're just moving a chair, but no, you're making a difference, even by that, all around the world. You are making a difference globally. Our church family is incredibly passionate about unleashing this compassion, and that is something to be thankful about. If you're having a hard time being thankful, be thankful for that. But we do it locally, too. You know of our continued effort to feed the homeless, that we never stopped through COVID. It's such an important thing. And I see faces all around me that deliver food, that make food. It's just amazing to me how, how all of you just step up. But you may not know about the people that walk through our doors on a weekly basis to pick food from our pantry. You don't hear about that. Alex sees them all the time. People that are in significant need, and our church is reaching out to them too. You may not know about the silent heroes that I'm talking to you about that are that there, there's, a, there's a lady here. Her name is Sue Hesmohaj. Again, she's going to hate this as well also. She's our director of compassion. And I just decided to call her this week. It's been an interesting week. So I called her and I said, Sue, how many meals have you provided for our church family over the last eight months, basically through COVID? She goes, I lost count. Hundreds. Hundreds of meals have gone out from this church. And she doesn't do them all herself. She has people that she contacts. And you may be in this room delivering some of these meals because people are in need, because people are sick, because people just had surgeries or just had a baby. They come to our compassion ministry where they are able to be lifted and encouraged through a meal. People are thanking God because of you, because you are building the body up. And let me tell you one story, uh, uh, something that happened that's another quick story of something that happened through COVID. Uh, one couple, like many of you, their, their employer, they work for the same company, their employers sent them home and said, we're going to make you work from home, which for them was amazing because now they didn't have a commute. And one day, uh, this person said that they were thanking God for their many blessings. I'm employed, I'm at home, I'm with my husband. Life is great for them. And they said, but what else is there? What do you want me to do? And, and God compelled them to say, you need to help others that are not doing as great as you are. So this person got together with a group of other people, together as a group of ladies, that over the last few months have raised literally thousands of dollars for people in need from this church. They do it anonymously so that others may be blessed. That is something to be thankful for, that God in all of this is making his church awake awakening his church, making people stand up and saying, draw near to me because the time is near. The time is drawing near. What are you going to do with all that I have given you? And there's people that are responding in some amazing ways. And all that to tell you is that our people are thanking God because of you. I'm thankful. And you can be thankful that through this pandemic, meaning people, God's church is becoming the church, the hands and feet of Jesus. And now it's easy to say, we don't have any walls. We're outside. It's not a building. It is us. It is up to us to be thankful and to bring thankfulness to others by what we do and what we serve and what we give. In fact, since we're talking about doing it locally, I want you to meet Ashley because Ashley is thanking God for you. So we all know that this is a very hard time. Uh, as our family 
has navigated through this pandemic, we've also experienced some struggles. And in the beginning of all of this, uh, we had a really great year. I finally got my career as an educator. My husband took over his family business and auto shop and things were going smooth sailing. We had our kids provided for, we've had so many wonderful opportunities and provisions from God. And then COVID hit and honestly, our world just got dropped. Uh, me as an educator, life just changed up out of nowhere. And for my husband, our business that he had strived to own and take over for about 16 years, just dropped to the floor. And it was just one of those times I really had to lean in. Um, we can see how God provided, and yes, there are lemons, but I feel like it's a challenge right now to look for the lemonade in all of that. The bitter, yes, sometimes very bitter lemonade. And we watched God's hands through all of this. Yes, we had a beautiful year ahead of us. Yes, we had all of the things we ever wanted coming to fruition. But I think God gives us the opportunity to just open up our hands and ask him, let me see you. Let me see how you provide. And we've watched that tenfold. Uh, during that time, we really, like I said, struggled and we struggled financially. And Canyon Hills was there for us and helped us be able to continue to send our children to Cannon Hills childcare so we could keep our business open at the shop, our doors open and hopefully have people come back, which did end up happening. We're so thankful to God for that. And then also so I could navigate my new career as a teacher in a pandemic, which was crazy. So when we think about how grateful we are for how God has provided, Cannon Hills is one of those places that we thank him for every day. Not only were we taken care of in a time of struggle, but we also know that our child is provided for when he comes here every day, when we're out doing work, whether some days we're changing lives and, and some days we're just, you know, getting through the day, especially in this challenging time. But we know that when we bring our two-year-old here, he's taken care of, he's safe, but most importantly, he's learning about God. And that's something I can't give him through the day as a working mom and as my husband being a working dad. But bringing him here and knowing that he gets that, it's just another thing that we're so grateful for, especially in this time when sometimes it's hard to be grateful. So we watched God's hands in all of it and we couldn't be more pleased with the care and love that we have experienced here at Canyon Hills. How good is that? Yes. <laughs> Ashley, I thank God for you. We praise God for his work in your life and in your family's life, and we are so glad that we get to be a small part of that. As you heard, Ashley brings her child to our child care, and our child care has opened just over a year and the intent when we opened up this childcare was really to be an outreach and a blessing and a light to our community and to parents like Ashley. And I'm thankful for our childcare workers. I'm thankful for our director, Shar, who they, they, they just care deeply for these children. And you need to know that you're part of that. You, people are thanking God because of you. There's a lot to be thankful for. People are thanking God because you are spreading his word. 
People are thanking God because, like I shared with you, we as a body are equipping other churches. People are thanking God because you are meeting very tangible needs in love in the name of Jesus. People are thanking God because you are changing lives. We together get to change lives. We get to. It is a privilege. Paul said in 2 Corinthians, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. If anyone meets Christ, they are a new creation. That's what we want for everybody. It's not about our righteousness when what we do. It's about God's righteousness. It's not about our goodness. It's about his goodness. And every single week and week in and week out, all the people that you don't hear about, because there's more than those testimonies, there's more people that serve here week in and week out that you don't hear about. There's more people that prepare food and deliver things to the people in need and in Long Beach and are preparing stuff for all our mission fields. Every single week, because you do that, because you pray, every time that you serve, every time that you invite people, every time that you share one of these messages, people are being born into the family of God. Can you be thankful for that? I want you to feel that. I need you to feel that. I mean, just the, the weekend after the election, when all this craziness and all our anxiety was popping up, we had over 3,000 people join us online. And because you guys shared those messages, we didn't do anything differently. You guys did it. You guys spread the word. You knew people needed encouragement, so you did it. What if we did that every single weekend? Do you realize the goodness of God? I'm thankful for my health. That's all I need to be thankful for right now. We have one other testimony that is just an amazing example of a recent life change here at Canyon Hills. This is Mindy Russell, and this is her testimony. Hi, my name is Mindy Russell, and I come from a very small town in southern West Virginia, um, also known as part of the Bible Belt where um, many people often use uh, Christianity to justify a lot of their prejudice and judgments. Um, I remember growing up as a young kid, always hearing that dating and marrying outside of your race was a sin, and my brain just couldn't comprehend that. Um, I always felt some type of fear, judgment, sadness, um, every time I went to church, and it just, something just never felt right. But yet I, I knew God was real and I believed in God. It was more of a feeling for me. Um, and I always continued prayer and belief, but I, I just could not, I couldn't be sold on the church, I guess you could say. Um, and a lot of that just has to do with my surroundings, with the area I grew up in, I feel like. I spent most of my 20s and 30s running away from religion and searching for other things. And then about two years ago, my daughter was invited to come to the youth um, program here at Kenya Hills Friends Church. And she absolutely loved it. And she asked me to come. I had pretty much given up on church and really didn't want to come. Um, but I did it for her, of course. And I'm so thankful that she invited me to come because it was just a different feeling when I stepped into these doors. I didn't feel that 
judgment, that fear that I always felt before, um, which I felt was kind of used with religion to kind of make you follow God's ways out of fear. And, and to me, I just felt like that wasn't the way to go. Um, it's really something that's really hard for me to describe, but all I know is I just, I kept coming every Sunday and coming and coming. And I just kind of sat in the back and, you know, just kind of let it happen. Um, all I know is over the last two years, um, I've changed tremendously and grown in ways that I never imagined I could. It's helped me be a better person to help other people. It wasn't that long ago that I actually felt like I could verbally say to someone, I'm a Christian. And that felt so good. I never felt like I could say that before. And I actually would have felt embarrassed to say it before. And that's kind of hard for me to say right now, to say that I would feel embarrassed to say that I'm a Christian. Um, but I no longer have that feeling. Now I'm proud to say it. And part of that is now I feel I have an opportunity to really show other people what it means to be a Christian through love and giving and caring, non-judgment. And, um, and the church is just really open its arms to me. Um, I recently joined a life group. I've never thought I would do that before, but it was absolutely amazing and life-changing for me. Um, I asked some of the craziest, weirdest questions, I'm sure, but I'm just putting myself out there completely because I want to fully understand, I want to learn, and I want to continue to grow. I, I'm also learning to serve in the church as well, and that's been a wonderful opportunity for me um, because I feel like, um, you know, for us to live through Christ, to live as Jesus did, that we need to be in our communities and give and to help out wherever we can in any way, in whatever form that might be. And that's one thing I love about this church is because that's exactly what they're all about. So I want to thank the young girls, Emma, Giselle, and Patty, who invited my daughter, Calise, to youth group two years ago. I love you girls. And I want to thank my daughter for asking me to come. And I want to thank my husband, Courtney, and of course, Calise again, for just all of their love and support that they've shown me over the last two years as they've seen my journey, they've seen my growth, and they've shown me nothing but love and support. And that's it. Mindy, I thank God for you. I thank God for your family. And I want all of you to join me. After second service, Mindy is getting baptized right there. So absolutely, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Not only Mindy, but there's going to be another baptism, Cheryl. So I want you guys to come back and help me celebrate what God is doing in our midst and that we can be, you know, that we can, we get to do that. By the way, I think the water's like 90 degrees right now. It's going to be awesome. Folks, I am so thankful for God's miraculous work. I'm thankful for his healing, and, and I believe that God's going to do even more, COVID or no COVID. But I want you to feel it. I really do. There, there's something in me that happened this week that I just want everyone to go through this process of just feeling, not just saying I'm thankful, but feeling thankful to God. I want you to embrace this. I, want, I, I need you to know, and I want you to know that people all around the world, locally, in our communities, at this church are thanking God because of you, because of this church. 
And I'm asking you to join me in an attitude of gratitude. Join me in being thankful in all circumstances like Paul admonishes. That we would have a different attitude because there's something in us that no one can explain, but just like Mindy talked about. I can't explain it. I just know that I'm a different person, she said. Join me in unleashing compassion all around the world. We believe that God gives us the seed, and then when we plant the seed in good soil, we believe that this church is good soil, and that we will reap a harvest because God is using you to spread his word, to impact other churches around the world, to meet very tangible needs. God is changing lives. We give God the glory, and people around the world are thanking God because of you. So if you're not currently engaged, if you're not serving, if you're not praying, if you're not inviting, if you're not sharing these messages, I invite you to join so many others in the blessing of making a difference in people's lives. And when you do that, if you want to find a way to be thankful, when you do that, your gratitude will increase. And you may say, you know, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of money. I don't, just, just remember a quick story in the Bible of a poor widow who just had two little coins and she gave it all, and because that's all she had, Jesus said, you gave more than anybody else today. You may give, you may feel anyway, that you give something very small, but God will use it, and he has shown me that he will continue to use it in a very big way. All over the world, people are thanking God because of you. Will you bow in prayer with me? Father, Empower us to do even more because of your radical love for us through Jesus. Lord, that while we were still sinners, you came and you died for us that we may have salvation. And for you, as you pray today, wherever it is that you may be hearing this message, those of you who are followers of Christ, if this is your church home, who would say, yeah, I'm serving, but I really believe God is staring at me right now to do even more, just know that God is going to empower you to be able to do that. Lord, and I pray right now, Lord, that you would do even more in people's lives, that this church would make continue, but even more so make a huge difference for you. And there may be some of you who would say that I've been around here for a long time and, and, or even maybe just a little while and I'm not doing anything yet and, and, and you want to participate, you want to get involved. And, and if that's you, if you want to do more, I just invite you right now. Every eye is closed. Every head is bowed. I just invite you to lift up your hand because I want to pray for you. Lord God, move your people to do even more. Father, I thank you that you've given us good soil, that you've planted seeds, Lord, and that you will bring about a harvest. Father, I thank you that with the harvest of generosity that you give us even more so that we could be even more generous to make a difference around the world. And when we do that, people thank God. God, I thank you for those who will tithe for the very first time today. Father, I thank you for the people that are worshiping you and honoring you with their, with their giving. God, I thank you for those who will, that you will speak to about even giving beyond that tithe. God, I thank you that you will do even more and you will move people to serve more of their gifts and their talents. God, I thank you that you may even use today to show someone through a smile that you care for them. 
Lord, I thank you for your many blessings, that you would bless us, that we would bless others, and that people around the world are thanking God, thanking you because of this church. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.